Drinks. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is neither Betsy Stover nor Amanda Allen. Um, I am Ari. Uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know I am Betsy Stover's husband. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, I'm going to be honest with you. This is going to be a weird episode to start with. So here's what's happening. So Betsy, who, as you guys all know, is super fancy, uh, she is on set. She is uh, taping a movie that uh, she is a singing Christmas reindeer, and it's an Airbud spinoff, because she fancy. And Amanda is, I assume, like stress buying a hovercraft. Uh, so I thought I would sneak into the little audio recording studio slash closet and record a little mini episode and recount a particularly uh, <laughs> catastrophic shit show of a day from a couple weeks ago. But first, uh, just to paint a word picture for you, uh, I want to tell you about this sound booth that I'm in because I haven't even really appreciated it. So unlike uh, the Hoarder Hideaway that they usually tape in, Betsy's sound booth is... Um, it, um, it's like a claustrophobic and a surprisingly dimly lit uh, inside of an upright piano. So that's what I want you to visualize. All right. So, um, all right. So a lot of my shit show stories happen when Betsy is either uh, sick or on set. Uh, the way Betsy gets uh, sick, the way Betsy handles stress is that she just like, just like ballers up uh, and like rocks through it. And then when the stressful thing is over, her body's like, now it's my turn. And she goes down and she goes down hard and gets super sick. And then I have to sort of step in and take over stuff. And then she gets better. And then she goes out and works. And in some cases the next day and I have to take over stuff. So that's what this, uh, this story is. So this is the story of uh, the last day of school this year, which was a couple weeks ago. Uh, and the story starts right before the last day of school because two things. One, as mentioned, Betsy was uh, sick. Like I say, when she's sick, she's like sick as hell. So she's all laid up. So that just means I have to like take care of, you know, picking up the kids, dropping them off, all that stuff. That's not a particular catastrophe. She does that for me too. But the issue here is that on the second to last day of school, uh, my six-year-old, who has always had a bit of a contentious relationship with his bus driver, who is fine, uh, he, so Ajax decides, uh, that the second to last day of school would be a great idea to call the bus driver, stupid bus driver, and get himself suspended, uh, from the bus. So on, just to recap here, on the second to last day of school, my six-year-old uh, acts like a general a-hole and gets suspended for one day from the bus, which is the last day of school from the bus. Okay, so this is how a normal school day works for me. I get up at six, uh, get up the two older boys. Baby stays sleeping uh, if God is in a forgiving mood. Take the older boys downstairs between six and 6.30. Uh, we get ready, get dressed, everything, and we go. So 6.30, we drive to the bus stop. Drop the kids off. I'm home at 7. I sleep from 7 till like 8.30. The baby wakes up uh, and Betsy handles the baby. So I end up getting, whatever, six and a half hours of sleep. Something that's not horrid. But on days when uh, Betsy is gone all day, so here's what happens. So I have to wake up at 6 in the morning, get all three kids up. So that's also a different thing because that's not the baby being up on his own. That's you waking the baby up like maybe two hours before he wants to get up. So that's awesome. So 
That's at 6. 6.30. Drive everyone to the bus stop. Drop the 7-year-old at the bus stop. But don't drop the 6-year-old at the bus stop because if you remember, 6-year-old couldn't wait just one more fucking day to mouth off to the bus driver. Uh, just had to do it day before. Couldn't just like – okay, so I pull up to that bus, right, and I see AJS coming off and – He's like smiling, but then he sees me and his face just goes instant like boom, frown, brim of tears. And the bus driver comes up and he's like, uh, folded his arms and he's looking grumpy. And he hands me this thing and it's this form and he's checked stuff on the form. And it's like, was not respectful, received multiple warnings. And then specifically it said, uh, called the bus driver, stupid bus driver. So, all right, I'm going to leave alone whether a man in his 40s should be able to deal with this kind of uh, insult from a six-year-old, but fine. So, Ajax, uh, and I almost felt like saying that. I almost felt like saying, um, why couldn't you just wait one more day to the last day of school, just play it fucking cool, and then just flip him off on the way out of the bus like a normal person would? But that's not what happened. So he gets banned from the bus. So what does that mean? That means that I have to take him to school on the last day. So, Six o'clock, get up, get the kids. 6.30, get in the car, drop Rex off at the bus. Then, with the six-year-old and the two-year-old, I drive all the way to fucking Bel Air, where Ajax's school is, uh, and drop him off. Uh, because the moral of the story here, because everything's a teachable moment is that uh, if you mouth off to an adult and you don't listen and you act like a general fool, then your punishment is your dad gets to chauffeur you to work for the last day of school. So good, we're all that much smarter. Um, Eight o'clock, drop Ajax off at school. Now, I gotta go back, all the way back to Hollywood because Odie has this toddler town thing uh, at nine. So we are about 45 minutes away. So I have, in theory, 15 minutes to play with. So then an odd thing happens, which is going to sound like it's a good thing, but it did end up being a good thing, which is somehow we hit some, like, traffic wormhole, and we got to Toddler Town uh, what we thought was half an hour early. So here's what Toddler Town is. So Toddler Town takes place at a museum, and it's like a, a, a Jewish children's museum. Now, um, I am Jewish, so none of what I'm about to say is offensive, so relax. Um, in my experience, uh, there's essentially two kinds of Jews. There's your, like you know, secular American Jews like me, and then there's your Israelis, right? So this uh, museum is run by Israeli Jews. And the reason I say this is it is like uh, the Tel Aviv uh, embassy. There are there are guards out there. They have uh, bomb equipment. And when you pull into their, you know, there's metal detectors. Do your thing, right? Safety first. But what this means also is that you can't park in their parking structure early, so I get there a half an hour early, and this is the part of L.A., by the way, where this part of the day, like, there's not really anything else to do. And a half an hour to do what? Like, drive around and spend 25 minutes parking, parking space, come back. So essentially, I was like, well, we have to park. He's like, you can't unless you wait in the car. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Let's wait in the car with a baby for a half an hour. So I do that, and Odie's, like, reasonably chill about it go all the way over then to the uh, the museum, and it uh, appears closed. And there's a sign that says, sorry, we're closed. It's 9 o'clock. And I'm already kind of pissed. I'm like, oh, if it's not today. So it says closed. I look around. No one's there. I ask people. No one knows. I'm not going to. So I open it. You just kind of open, kind of walk in. 
No one's there. So it's just me and Odie alone in the museum, which remember up until just now had like Mossad level security everywhere, except in the actual museum, where it's just come on in, just walk in security free zone. So anyway, 905, 910, what the hell is going on? And I'm starting to get mad because I'm like, after all this, this shit isn't even today. Like, I could be home with a nap. Odie could be home with a nap. All right. Well, it turns out that they decided to start it at 9.15. Okay, fine. So, by the way, already we're 45 minutes just hanging around. And uh, then because they rescheduled it and because I guess they were changing the day. I don't know. This is – you don't need to know. I don't know. Um, anyway, long story short, only two other kids showed up. And one of them was a baby who the moment she walked in fell and, like, uh, bit her tongue or something. So the, it was just eh. – Anyway, so I essentially watched Odie paint alone for half an hour, but he had a good time. Um, so now at the point of the story, it is 10 o'clock. Um, so I drive home. It's about 10.30. Then Odie has uh, speech therapy, which he loves, by the way, and it's amazing, and he's learning to talk, and it's great. Uh, the longest time Betsy and I would have the same conversation, which is like one of us would... Say like, oh, I can't wait till Odie can like really talk and communicate in full sentences. Uh, and the other one of us would say like, well, remember when he starts, he is not going to stop. Like, it's crazy to think that with our two kids right now uh, being older and fully like, these are the quiet days. Like, oh, uh, God, I that's the first time I thought of it this way and I made myself upset. Um, yeah, from here on out. Ah, oh, Christ. OK, anyway. So, okay, so anyway, he's got speech therapy, so that goes for about uh, 45 minutes. So that's 45 minutes that I have, and I really have to get a scene edited and written for my writing partner um, in those 45 minutes. Instead, I fall asleep for 20 minutes, but that probably completely saves my life later. So I wake up 12 o'clock just in time to drive the fuck back to Bel Air. So that I can pick up old Mr. Fuck the Police, uh, who's now graduated kindergarten and gets chauffeured home. So then I drive all the way back across town to pick up Rex, who's now been dropped off at the bus stop. Oh, again, it's the last day of school. So I'm terrified, of course, I'm going to miss the bus. I'm going to be late. We get there just in time uh, and there's no bus. And the other weird thing is there's no other parents' cars there. Which always makes me super paranoid that I'm at the wrong place because why would the – well, apparently there – I don't know. There's some kind of – I don't know. The other parents seem to know somehow that this bus was going to be 50, 50, 50 minutes late, motherfuckers. Which also means, by the way, there is nothing for the kids to do in this car. So – oh, did I mention Odie generally takes a nap at like 1130. So he has not napped. So all of this, he's holding it together but barely because he hasn't napped. So it's – whatever the hell time it is. What did I say? It was like 1.30? Uh, Ajax complains until I let him out of his seatbelt. Odie complains until I let him out of his seatbelt. There's no iPads or anything to distract them. Uh, so they just ransack the car for 45 fucking minutes in ways that I am still adjusting to two weeks later and still finding, like, things that they disabled that were not safe. So, finally, about 2.30 uh, rolls around, Finally get home, put on Wally for the baby, uh, because at this point, by the way, it's 
too late to put them down for a nap. Uh, Minecraft to the big boys and uh, did my best to clean the house uh, so that Betsy would come home to uh, not a bombed out uh, Syria style ruin. And I can't remember if I succeeded at that or not, but uh, I gave it my own best fucking college try. That's uh, that's my daddy drinks. Oh, and I want to add a postscript. So the form that the bus driver handed me uh, it had the whole thing about, like, he said stupid bus driver, he is suspended from the bus for a day, and then there's a part where I have to sign it, and then Ajax has to bring it in and hand it into the school, and this was the part that upset him the most, like, he was afraid, he kept saying he was gonna get in trouble, and I was like, no, 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 this is the trouble you've gotten into, like, I've, no, your parents will get you in trouble, but he was really, really upset, so last day of school, he really didn't want to bring this thing in, and I was like, well, this is the, you know, it's the price you pay, buy the ticket, take the ride, but the postscript is this. The next morning, as we're, because uh, it's the last day of school and I'm getting everyone ready, and uh, as we're about to get in the car, I remember this disciplinary sheet that I hand in. I show it to Ajax, and I'm like, do you remember this? And he's like, yes. And he's getting all stressed out. And he's like, do you remember why this happened? And he's like, yes. And then I tore it up in front of him, and I threw it away, because fuck it, it's the last day of school, so fuck the police. My mommy drinks... So if you like the show, subscribe to us, rate it, review it, tell some people about it, tell your mom group, tell your best friend. Also like us on Facebook, join us in our Facebook group. There's like tons of listeners in there hanging out. It's super fun. Follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show. And also please send us your parenting nightmares. We want to hear them. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com and also leave a message on our hotline. Stop it with your shit show. 424-279-8842. Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And we are the co-hosts of the podcast Hella Hella in Your your 30s. 30s. This podcast is all about diets, hobbies. Never dying. Never dying. Fitbits. I'm going to try to moisturize my face more. Yeah, alcohol. Should we drink more or less? (laughs) Cheap Chipotle dates for two. We bring you hot episodes every Monday from Campfire Media. So make sure to subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.